I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm talking with author Debbie DeLuise about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Debbie, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Uh, hi, uh, Leanne and audience. <laughs> I'm Debbie DeLuise. I'm an author and a librarian uh, at a library on Long Island, and I write cozy mysteries and other genres. So would you like to introduce your book to my Snoops and Sleuths? I, well, I have 10 books right now. <laughs> um, I have a series of five books, my Cobble Cove Cozy Mystery Series, and which, is, which features a librarian, Alicia, in a small upstate New York town of Cobble Cove, which is based loosely on upstate New York, New Paltz, and so on. Uh, I live on Long Island and Alicia originally comes from Long Island. Then she um, ends up going upstate uh, after her husband is killed in a very strange hit and run accident. She's investigating uh, what happened and she's visiting his childhood home. She's hoping that she'll find some clues as to what may have really happened to him. And we learn later that it was murder. So the, as the series progresses, there's a love in, another love interest for Alicia, and there is a library cat, Sneaky, and he is the, one of the main pet characters. There's other pet characters. He's the main one. Now, originally, as the series, each series has a different mystery. The main characters, you know, go from series to series, uh, from book to book, but uh, the, the pet characters take on more of a role as the series continues. And in addition to the five books, I have three short eBooks with the characters in the series. One of them won an award from the Cat Writers Association, Sneaky's Christmas Mystery, which happens to be on a 99 cents offer this entire month of December. Oh, that sounds so fun. Thank you. So I understand you're just released a new book or you have a new one coming out? Yes, well, I've had three new books in the last couple of months. Over the summer, I released a standalone medical mystery, Memory Makers, which is now on audio. It was just released on audio, but it's available in large print, regular paperback, and even hardcover. And my... Cobble Cove, the fifth book, came out in October, No Gravestone Unturned, which has a Halloween theme, so it came out just in time. And the latest book, which just released yesterday, is Pet Posts. And this is a departure from what I usually write. It's a nonfiction book featuring six of my cats, three of them who are my current cats and three who have passed away. They tell their story uh, in articles and blog posts and with lots of color photos. And the cats each have their own personalities and they talk, well, as cats do, and they talk about topics such as feline diabetes, uh, behavioral issues, how to pill a cat, you know, what cats do to avoid being pilled. And then I also have, you know, I guest star in the article and I explain what I did to pill my cat. Uh, and so there's lots of fun topics and it would make a great Christmas gift because as I said, it has full color photos 
beautiful, all my cats. I had a Siamese. I currently have a black cat, a calico, and a striped tabby. So they're all, and they all have their own personalities. And I think it's a real fun book for cat lovers. It sounds like a really fun book. So were any of your mysteries inspired by your actual life? Though I think you answered that already. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I did explain that I'm a librarian and my main character in my Cobble Cove series is Alicia, who's a librarian also. So I think that that covers it. But also I do have in all my books, I do sneak in uh, an actual event for my life. People may not realize it because I fictionalize the event. It doesn't seem like something that happened to me, but I change it slightly so it doesn't seem like it. Um, and of course I feature uh, cats, which I've always had cats and I'm a member of the Cat Writers Association. Uh, Sneaky to Library Siamese Cat, Library Siamese Cat is based on my Oliver who passed away three years ago, but Sneaky carries on and he has his own blog where he interviews other pet characters from other cozy mysteries which is really a lot of fun. Oh, that does sound like fun. Sneaky may have to interview my pet character, uh, Philosopher. <laughs> oh, I'd love, he'd love to do, I'm sure he'd love to do that. He's also interviewed authors' cats, real-life cats. So, and he has a section on his blog where he has my own cats who, who have their own columns. And that's what I, part of the book is, is some of the columns that have been featured. Oh, how fun. Thank you. So do you have any advice for anyone who wants to write or write cozies in specific? Well, I would definitely uh, set it in a small town. Uh, the town can be fictional or real. You know, my town is fictional, but you could use a real town if it's a small town that you're familiar with. Uh, but populate it with quirky characters. I mean, you know, you want people that are interesting that um, people can relate to. Uh, the main character should be an, the amateur sleuth who solves mysteries which aren't too gory because the key elements of a cozy are that they aren't explicit in, with using sex or language or any, um, you know, gory elements or things that might people might be might upset readers. Uh, and you can use other cozy elements such as recipes. There's a lot of mysteries that have recipes in them. Uh, and there's also pets as I feature cats. So, you know, main thing when you write a cozy is something that people will find interesting and fun to read, not something that's going to scare them or upset them or make them stressed. It's something you can read and relax to, but there is a murder. There's always a murder in my mysteries, but they're not gory. They're, you know, they're just whodunits where you want to solve it. It's like a puzzle but it's not uh, nothing that would be offensive. <laughs> yeah. Because cozies are just cozy. <laughs> yeah. The, mm -hmm. You want something that people feel comfortable reading. That, right. And I think that's the appeal of cozies. The characters, yeah. the characters who will have different quirks and uh, just the different themes of pets or recipes uh, some of the amateur sleuths have strange professions or unusual professions, and you might learn something that you didn't know from them, but you would just have an enjoyable read 
and try to figure out along with the amateur sleuth who done it. <laughs> yeah. And for me with Cozy's, you're right, the quirky characters are like my favorite thing. And they're also my favorite thing to write with Cozy's too, is coming up with characters that have quirks or something interesting about them. And and people begin to you know, they, they look forward to reading about the characters. It's like they become friends or they become, they see themselves in those people or they, it's just, it's, it's like they follow them and they just want to know what they're going to do next. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the next story. And yeah. they change sometimes, you know, from book to book, they sometimes change the characters, but the main core group of characters uh, is featured in each book. Exactly. And that sense of community needs to be in cozies too, in my opinion. Oh yes, that's why I said the small town and the shops and the people who work there, the schools. Um, you have you could have different age groups. Sometimes the amateur sleuth is an, an elderly person or an older person, but you can have characters of all ages in the books. That's what I try to do. And my first book, they were you know most of them were over forty. But then in my preceding books, I introduced teenagers, I introduced children. Uh, I tried to feature different age groups. Uh, you know, the main characters might be older, but then you might have, you know, other characters in, in the book because sometimes you introduce new characters, even though they may not stay in, in the series. In each book, there might be a different character. Yeah. And speaking of characters, do you have a favorite character or would you get in trouble with your other characters? <laughs> well, you know, I have a character chat group. So on Facebook, where each month one of the characters from, from my books hosts the group and people can ask some questions. They share excerpts from the books. But I would have to say um, Sneaky the Library Cat at the Siamese is my favorite character, of course, because he has his own blog. He's sort of taken over. Now, for the human character, of course, Alicia, because she's a lot like me and she's a librarian and she's like the main character of my book. But I, I, I feel like I like all my characters, you know what I'm saying? But I, Sneaky stands out because he kind of, uh, you know, now he runs the show. He's taken over. At the beginning, he was a regular cad that he just pointed to clues. He would scratch a box and Alicia would look in the box and there'd be letters from the past. But then as the series, you know, continued, he started being more human-like rather than cat-like. And in, you know, in the current book, the No Gravestone Unturned, you can actually, the readers can see his thoughts. They know what he's thinking and he's, he's trying to solve the mystery with two other cats and they communicate among themselves. But Alicia and the other human characters do not know that they're doing this but the reader does so it's kind of fun <laughs> yeah sounds kind of like one of my favorite authors um Rita Mae Brown and her oh yeah co-author Sneaky Pie <laughs> and Shirley Murphy who writes with the you know the Joe Gray and he has a male and female cat that they talk but <laughs> people don't realize they're talking I've yeah. heard a lot of cat cozies and a lot of these and they're members of Cat Writers, too. Uh, Carol Nelson Douglas with Midnight Louie, the Black Cat. They're, they're really fun books. <laughs> so what author has most influenced your writing? 
Well, that's a tough question because as I mentioned, some of the cat writers, they inf influenced my writing, you know, like you said, Rita Mae Brown, um, Carol Nelson Douglas, Shirley Murphy, the, the, the authors who had cat cozies influenced a lot of my writing, but in my other books, because they have, I have standalone mysteries that are not particularly cozy, although they have cozy elements, you know, the one I mentioned, Memory Makers, which is, it, it doesn't sound cozy at all because it's about a girl who was kidnapped as a child and she follows a trial, a clinical trial to try to find the man that killed her sister, the two of them were kidnapped, but there are, there's a subplot with cats in that book. So there are some cozy elements. Um, so those books, I have authors like Nora Roberts and Kimberly McCray, Mary Higgins Clark, a lot of general mystery authors have influenced me, but I'm a librarian. So I do a lot of writing, reading. And sometimes I, I do, uh, I don't have the time now that I'm writing to do a lot of reading, but it, from the past, I have a lot of, you know, a lot of authors who have influenced me. I just have read a lot of genres and I like to read different authors. I don't want to just, you know, read particular authors. I like to try new people too and indie authors. I just like to, you know, you know, just vary my reading. Yeah, and as a writer, it's so important to vary your reading and get, you know, find those authors that you like from every genre in my opinion like for me i love reading brian jacques redwall series but i also love the classic mystery authors like uh, mary roberts reinhardt just all those different authors can feed just in different ways to a writer's repertoire <laughs> definitely definitely so how are you and your family coping with the pandemic? Well, we are hanging in there. Um, the library is now open full time. I mean, we have a two hour limit uh, for patrons to come in. Everybody has to wear a mask and social distance. Uh, my husband is still working from home and my daughter has some virtual schooling and some in-person schooling. Uh, so it's a mix. And, uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't doing a lot of writing when we were closed, but I, I was able to get organized a lot of my, my books and my uh, ideas and notes. And that's when I came across some of the old uh, blog articles that I had written and other items that I'm now using. So that's how I wrote the pet post because I came across those items and I those, those old articles and I'm combining them with current material. So, um, so that was helpful, but um, I did lose a friend to COVID and that was, she's gonna, she is actually, uh, I, in her memory, I wrote the pet post because she also loved cats um, and it's tough, you know, you, um, you don't know where this is going. You're hoping it's ending soon, vaccines will help. Uh, but one never knows. And we've had to adapt, you know, I've had to learn Zoom and the libraries using Zoom for programming. And some of the people are having problems with it, but other people have learned. They, they've kind of like baptism by fire. They had to learn or they wouldn't have been able to connect. Yeah, and I'm so sorry to hear about you losing your friend. Mm, 
Well, and I know a patron at the library who also, she was a homebound patron, a very lovely woman in her 90s who had no health issues, but she came down with COVID from a healthcare worker who came to her home. And unfortunately, and she, I was friendly with her as well. So, I mean, I think everybody has a story about someone they've known or has affected them. Oh, yeah, it's, it's hard on everyone, and it's so sad, the stories you hear of people who've lost friends, family, everything. It's so hard. And but- even, if you, even if you haven't, you've still, you know, things have changed so much where you can't do the things you want. You can't travel. There's a lot in, or it's very difficult to travel. There's a lot of restrictions, and, you know, life is not the same. You wear a mask every day. You know, it's, I mean, you know, at least I'd be happy that where we have job people who have jobs. So many people have lost jobs, businesses are closed. So there's a lot of loss no matter how you look at it. Yeah. So how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? All right. So I have a website and it's it's DebbieDLouise.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook, on Twitter, I'm at Deb Librarian. And you can follow, as I said, Faze, I have a Deb, uh, Debbie's Character Chat group on Facebook. Sneaky's blog is uh, sneakylibrarycat.wordpress.com. So there's a lot of ways. You look for me if you search for me. I think you'll find me. I have a lot of, I have a lot of social media. And I'll be sure to include the links in the show's notes. Oh, please do. Thank you. So... I have had so much fun talking with you, and I can't believe we're almost at the end of the show. (laughs) It went very fast. Yes, it did. Any closing words of advice or wisdom? Well, what I would say is, um, you know, for people listening, if they like cozy mysteries with cat characters, they should, I would hope they would be interested in my series. I have five books. In the series, as I said, in three short ebooks, and some of them are on sale right now. The whole month of December, uh, the Sneakies uh, Christmas Mystery, uh, my second cozy uh, between a rock and a hard place, is on sale. The first book in the series was a stone's throw. They're all Kindle Unlimited, by the way, and except my new book, which has just come out, but we're still. The ebook is not yet available, but the paperback is. And I would recommend the pet post for cat lovers because, uh, even as a gift, because it has beautiful color photos of cats. And there's a lot of information. You have a cat and you want to know about health topics, um, different ways. You know, I've had, I've had cats all my life, so I have a lot of experience with them. And there's also some fun articles and stories in it. Um, so uh, that would be it. And I would just say I have other books too, you know, uh, just um, all my books are on Amazon. Uh, some of them will be on other sites, but I have Author Central there. You could look me up and also uh, my website connects to my books. Well, it's been great talking with you, Debbie, and I will be sure to pick up at least some of those books. <laughs> Thank you, Leanne. <laughs> Well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my patrons Regina and Cozy Cub and Dower Bear for their contributions to keeping our show commercial-free and growing. I'd also like to thank my Coffee Clutch for their help as well. If you'd like to be like Regina 
are my fellow podcasters, Cozy Cub and Dower Bear, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecozysleuth. Or for a one-time contribution, you can become a member of my coffee clutch at coffee.com slash thecozysleuth. That's ko ficom slash thecozysleuth. Details will be in the show's notes. As always, you can find us on Twitter at thecozysleuth. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.